Do you pretend to believe the gospel? Let's talk about it on Key Life. This is Key Life. We're here to let you know that because of what Jesus has done, God will never be angry at you again. Matt Hurd is a speaker, teacher, writer, pastor, coach, and the main guy behind ThriveFullyAlive.com. Thank you, Matthew, and hello, Matthew or Matt. Hello, Stephen or Steve. Hey, listen, uh, so people will know, where can they find you on the Internet? Uh, ThriveFullyAlive.com. ThriveFullyAlive.com. Matt has a Matt Hurd has an unbelievable ministry, and he speaks all over the world. He speaks to businesses and churches, and writes his book. And what's the name? Life with a capital L. Life with a capital L. And you can Google that and find out where you can get it. And this week we're talking about amazed by grace. And yesterday we talked about cheer up. You're a lot worse off than you think you are. And we both got that phrase from uh, a mentor for both of us in the distance, Jack Miller. Jack said, cheer up. You're a lot worse than you think you are. And cheer up. God's grace is a lot bigger than you think it is. Mm -hmm. And it is. So we talked about desperation yesterday. And and, uh, that was kind of a downer, but important. Absolutely. Now, give me the premise of what we're going to talk about today, and we'll get into it. Well, it's this. We're going through Psalm 126, and just kind of basically verse by verse, but looking at the the phrase we coined yesterday, and we were both very proud of of coining the phrase, which took all the blessing. <laughs> out of it, but the math of grace, grace math. If I own my intervention, or if I own my desperation, if I'm honest about it. And combine that with owning God's intervention. Yeah. Then I get amazed. But I can't compromise on either, either one. one of those. I've got to be honest about my need, but I've also got to be honest about God's intervention. And a lot of us in church circles, we know a lot about God's intervention. We can kind of go through all that Jesus did on the cross, what 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 the incarnation yeah. meant, yeah. what all sorts of words like propitiation, haven't heard that one in a while, but uh, the substitutionary sacrifice, it's precious. But sometimes it can just be textbook. And there's a big, big difference between thinking God's gracious intervention in our lives is religiously nice versus realizing it's desperately necessary. Yeah, so good. Listen, this is the verse from that psalm. And we're looking this week at Psalm 126, and this is the second verse. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. (laughs) That's when God moves. Amen. Yeah. So verse 1 says, we were like people who dreamed. We were... were so honest about our, our desperation that the only way out was dreaming and pretending, thinking there, there's no way. And then all of a sudden God shows up, he intervenes, and he does something really, really great. And that's the bottom line. That's what the gospel is. That's what Jack is talking about 
when he says, you know, cheer up, you're a lot worse off than you think, but also you're a lot more loved than you can imagine. Yeah. And it's that both, that desperation and that intervention. I think Jack got grace math. I think he did too. <laughs> you know, if you're listening to us and you are thinking, I'm this wonderful Christian, I don't need this, then turn off the radio. Mm. But if you are sometimes thinking, I'm not as good as those people. I've gone through so many things that I've blown up. I've experienced failure and loneliness and rejection, and my sin is besetting. That's a good place to be because that's the place where grace meets God's people. Oh, that's so true. I mean, it's, I don't know if you're ever a Boy Scout. Were you ever a Boy Scout? Yeah, but only a tenderfoot. <laughs> I decided after a little bit, I ain't doing any more of this. I'm, there are a lot of things more fun than tying knots. But I was a Boy Scout. You probably were an eagle. Hey, well, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> remember snake bite kits? I used to, and yeah, I, I, you don't hear that much about them anymore. But pe- people still, they know first aid, know where it's coming from. But if I were to give you a snake bite kit right here in the office, you would be polite and say, well, thank you, Matt. And you're thinking in the back of your mind, good gracious, I don't know. I better leave this out next <laughs> time Matt comes. Right it a long time. Right. So, but if uh, you've just been bitten by a rattlesnake somewhere out in the wilderness and you and I are on this, this, this hike or a walk and nobody's nearby for miles and I give you a snake bite kit in that moment, you'll say thank you. Now, in both situations, you're probably saying thank you. But in the second one, you're it's saying me. thankfully a lot a lot deeper. And so often I think we say thank you uh, to God for his grace in church context, but we do it in the, in the sense, in the first sense of the word, more of a polite religious thank you instead of a deep resounding. Oh God, it was like a man who dreamed. Thank you for intervening. Yeah. This is exactly what I needed. You know, Larry Crabb, did you know him? Uh-huh. And I loved Larry. And one of the things he said is that God meets his people where it hurts. And he said, so if it hurts, instead of running from it, run to it and probe it. And at that point, Jesus will show. He was talking about grace. You know, if you don't think you're a great sinner, then you can't be a Christian. You can't experience the amazing grace. Mm. If you haven't been to the dark place, you'll never see the light. Mm. If you haven't been broken, you'll never be fixed. Mm. And so when Jesus said, I came for the sick and not the well, that's what he was talking about. Absolutely. When he said, I came to serve, not to be served, that's what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. The intervention of God's grace, which is not only amazing, it's surprising, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, Mary, uh, when you're talking, I I thought about her Magnificat. Yeah. uh, And she she quotes uh, the psalmist, and she says, the Lord... Uh, has filled the hungry with good things, but he sends the rich away empty. Yeah. And she's not, that Psalm isn't saying that there are some people that are rich without God. It's just some people think they are. They, and, and they say, you know what? I got it. And, and God sends them away empty, but the hungry, those who own up to the fact that they are desperately hungry, God intervenes in a big way. You know, we were talking earlier, uh, just in, in your office, friend, when I got here to record, and, and Donald Gray Barnhouse yeah. uh, came up. And 
You know, when I think of him, I also think of Martin Lloyd-Jones. And I know both of them. Remember him long I ago? I do. Um, you were in his, his youth group, weren't you? <laughs> That's not funny, man. But so, I do have his book on depression. Spiritual oh, my, depression. it is. Absolutely. A tremendous book. And he talks a little bit about this, I know, owning, I know. owning it. But he used to do a phrase, both uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones. In fact, I had, in fact, I probably still have it somewhere, a cassette tape. It's an archaeological artifact <laughs> of a recording of Martin Lloyd-Jones uh, preaching about the butts of God. Huh. And, and Barnhouse one time did a similar sermon. But the premise of it is that we get in a situation where we think there's no hope anymore. I'm done. Yeah. And then there's the butts of God that come in. And, you know, you, and so just doing a little search, you start coming up like Ephesians 2, like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, he made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It's by grace you've been saved. You know, Genesis 7, the waters flooded the earth for 150 days, but God remembered Noah. Oh. Psalm 73, my flesh and my heart may fail, but, but God is the strength of, and, and my portion forever. You know, Titus 3, verse 3, at one time we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. I mean, he's owning up to desperation there. But then he says, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. You know, remember Corey Ten Booms? I uh, just saw it, Hiding Places now making a comeback on Netflix yeah, and others. But I, I heard her not too long before she passed away, but that famous quote, and I heard her say it. I'd heard it before. There is no pit so deep that God is not deeper still. You know, mm. There is no desperation that's so desperate. That God can intervene. And it's true. Mm. That's the gospel. Yeah. So when it's dark, that's not bad. That's good. <laughs> when you're going through a tough time and you really failed, that's not bad. That's good. When you own up to the pain and the loss, that's not bad. That's good because that's where God's grace intervenes. Yeah. I, Long ago, you and I did a program on Babette's Feast, and yeah. the general, who was the one unbeliever around this table of religious people, he was the one that got the grace. Not the religious people. It's the guy that was not religious, and he owned up to saying grace is infinite and so, so worthy of our pursuit. So if it's hard, I know it's hard, and I'm not minimizing that. But be still and wait and watch for grace. You think about that. Amen. And that was Steve Brown with Matt Hurd, one of our voices of Key Life. All this week, they are talking about being amazed by grace. Remember that you can stream this episode and all of our episodes for free 24-7 at keylife.org. Steve and Matt will return tomorrow with more on this subject. Hope you'll join us then. Well, if you're a believer and or someone familiar with conservative thinking, 
You might know the name Vody Bauckham, and if you don't, then I am so pleased to make the introduction. Vody is an author, pastor, church planner, and college dean. He's also a charismatic and outspoken voice for God's truth. Well, we spoke with Vody on Steve Brown, etc., about culture, politics, and the gospel in a post-Christian world, and it was fascinating. Get that conversation on CD for free by calling us right now at 1-800-KEY-LIFE. That's 1-800-539-5433. You can also email steve at keylife.org to ask for that CD. If you'd like to mail your request, go to keylife.org slash contact to find our mailing addresses. Again, ask for the CD featuring Vody Balkum. Finally, if you value the work of KeyLife, would you join us in that work through your financial support? You can charge a gift on your credit card or include a gift in your envelope, or simply pick up your phone and text KeyLife to 28950. That's Key Life, one word, two words, doesn't matter. Just text that to 28950. Key Life is a member of ECFA in the States and 4C in Canada, and we are a listener-supported production of Key Life Network.